Thank you for tuning in to Wove Inspirations, the evening edition, your source for continued inspiration. everyone. Good evening. Good evening. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations, the evening edition. And I am so excited that you guys have tuned in this evening to check out my special guest. She is a sister in Christ and a hardworking woman. I promise you, this woman of God is on fire for God. And she's doing a lot of spectacular things in the community. So welcome to the show, Miss Lorraine McGee. How are you doing, Lorraine? Thank you. Thank you. I am doing awesome, and I am so honored to be on your show tonight. Thank you so much for being on here. So I hear an accent, and I meant to tell you that. So where <laughs> are you from? I am originally born and raised in Eastern Long Island, New York. So, yes, I have that New York-esque accent, um, but I am now currently in Georgia. Okay, okay. So, tell me a little bit about yourself as far as your family and everything in Georgia. Okay. So, I am married to my junior high school sweetheart. Okay. Yes. I said junior high school sweetheart because we met in september 3rd 1984 mm -hmm. and we have been together since then wow that's cool. um so i'm married to my lovely wonderful husband um mr george mcgee and we have no children um god decided that i was to be mother to many and mother to none so mm -hmm. i accepted that Okay. Um, right now is me, my um, husband, and my dad, and we're all living in Georgia. My mom passed away in 2012, God rest her soul. Mm -hmm. And once um, I lost my grandmother in 2015, that's when I packed up and moved to Georgia. Okay. 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 So right now, you are involved in a whole lot of stuff, um, big time. I. It's, the list is so long, um, <laughs> and we only have a certain amount of time, but tell me about your position as the Georgia State Leader of Women of Empowerment International. Oh, my God. So, first, I want to thank God for giving me the opportunity to even be a part of Women of Empowerment International. That was something I wasn't expecting, um, how I got that position, how I got into it was I was connect, um, contacted by Miss Angela Davis, um, Harris, sorry, Miss Angela Harris, and um, she said, I was told that um, I should ask you to come into Women of Empowerment and into the Atlanta chapter as the co-leader. So I accepted the position, and then two days later, she was like, I am being so hard-headed. I'm not listening. I'm being awful. I was told for you to be the leader. Um, that was in November. So that was in November of last year, 2018. We were actually the first chapter to open up in Georgia. We now have four chapters in Georgia. 
Um, three is open, one is not. <clears throat> so um, I've I've worked my butt off. Let's let's just put it like that. Um, first chapter to hit fifteen members. Um, I was also. Um, you know, we're on top of this conference that we're having in August. So I was able to do a lot of things with that. And I guess that showed leadership mm -hmm. um, because God bless me three days ago. Yes. Right, three days ago with the position of state um, leader, Georgia state leader. So I am now over top of all the chapters in Georgia. Wow. Okay. So my first question is, with all of the stuff that you were doing, when do you get some sleep? I don't. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Um, because of the hours that my husband works, mm -hmm. um, I am actually able to go to sleep. Um, I usually hit the bed about 9 30 10 o'clock at night and then I get up again at 2 30 in the morning wow. so between 9 30 and 2 30 is my sleep time um sometimes I will go back to sleep and probably roll out the bed again at 6 30 7 o'clock but that's very unlikely because as you said I have many other things to do oh, yeah. um but that's usually my sleep time. And then on my husband's days off, he only get one day off a week. So on his day off was, is the time that I sleep in later because, you know, being married, um, regardless of how many years we have been married, I still have to spend that quality time with my husband. Absolutely. So I, um, I will sleep in later because we will stay up and watch movies. We will binge watch something. Um, right now we just got finished binge watching the haves and the has not. And <laughs> next week is probably, um, if loving you is wrong, who knows? I just go with the flow with him. <laughs> yeah. never know. But, um, yeah, so that's about what time I sleep. Okay. Okay. So, in addition to you now recently be, uh, becoming the Georgia State Leader of Women of Empowerment, um, during this transition, you snagged the opportunity of a presidential candidate to be endorsed for your chapter. What in the world? How did you do that? <laughs> so... We have a designer named Demario Scott, and he is the CEO of Royal Kings and Queens, which he will be um, doing a fashion show at our event here in August at the Georgia World Congress Center. Mm -hmm. So um, Mr. Demario promotes everything he does. And I just happened to see that he was at a meeting with 2020 presidential candidate, Mr. Robbie Wells. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, wait a minute, what is he doing there? So he was like, oh, I'm on his campaign committee. I was like, campaign committee, what is he running for? Because I didn't know at the time. Right. He was like, he's running for the president, the president of the United States. Really? <laughs> you know, my mind is always thinking, I'm always thinking of something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, now we have all these different initiatives with the Socialite Club, and 
we need backing. So we need political and we also need like clergy and stuff like that. So I was like, we're we're pretty covered with churches and other organizations. Where's this political one coming from? So I said, I need his information. I need to connect with him. Um, I really need to talk to him. And he liked my comment. Awesome. Okay, Mr. Wells liked my comment. So the first thing I said is, I need to talk to you. And that's how it all ended. And yes, I snagged him as a sponsor for Women of Empowerment, exclusively the Socialite Club. Awesome. But um, but the whole organization is now um, endorsing him. That is phenomenal. Now, how in the world did you come up with the courage to even go to someone in that high-profile position? Listening to Les Brown. Yes. I listened to Les Brown, Mimi's baby boy, <laughs> every day, okay? And let's always say, when you see the basket is open, take your shot. So I took the shot. I decided that I'm going to ask him, would he be interested? At first, it was to sponsor just our event in August. Mm Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything else. It was I didn't think it was gonna go any further. Like you sponsor us, we give you our platform, we put you on a couple of things so people can get to hear who you are and what you are about. But of course, presidential candidate or not, I am a researcher. Yeah. So the first thing I did was I Googled Mr. Wells. I want to know what he is, who he is, what his position is, because I don't want us connected with just anybody. Because mm-hmm. if that was the case, I could have been like, um, you know, Mr. Trump, hey, um, let's get on here. I done bought like 10 of your books and he would have jumped on it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, but that was way back then. I will never do that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that was when I was young and didn't know no better. <laughs> so um, I reached out to him. I got his number from another one of our members on the Socialite Club. Um, well, no, she's not a member. She's interested in social life club. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Interested in social life club. And she's also on the campaign. So I got her, his number actually from her okay. while I was talking to her about getting his contact information. She was texting him everything I was saying. And he said, give her my number. Let me talk to her. Wow. And from there, that's how it went. Um, instead of him just sponsoring us, we decided to work with him, period, on his whole campaign. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so what has been the, the, the driving power um, behind everything that you're doing as far as, because um, I know that Women of Empowerment is really, really, really strong about working in the community. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you do as far as your your team and and everything, what are some of the things that you guys do for the community? Okay, one of our initiatives is a youth group. Um, We very highly 
um, recommend any organization, if you're going to be an organization, to work with the youth because mm -hmm. the youth, are, as Whitney Houston said, they are our future. Yes. Um, too many times we're missing them. They're dying in the streets. They're becoming gang members. Um, they don't know when they're gonna if they're gonna have a place to live or they're dropping out of school. They're becoming unwed parents. Um, they're the ones with the most STDs going on. Mm -hmm. So um, the youth group was one of the things that we had decided to do. And um, our sister, Latangela, she's a millennium. She's 20, I think she's 24, 25 mm -hmm. years old. And um, she wanted to work with the youth who went through the um, foster care system. Okay. <laughs> so that was one of the things that we decided to do. Um, another committee is financial literacy. Our um, financial literacy program, we not only give them all the tools that they need to become financially secure, such as we connect them with people who have businesses um, that they might be passionate about. So we're going to give them that connection so they could talk to that person, they could be mentored by, by that person, and they can learn how to start their own business in that field. We also um, give them the tool of helping them get credit repair, getting their credit together, because mm -hmm. you need credit. I don't care how much money you have, credit is still king, okay? Yes. <clears throat> then we also um, help with tax information. Um, as far as what you what you can um, write off on your taxes and what you can't, because so many people have so many misconceptions um, of what they can write put on their taxes compared to what they actually cannot put on. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, and why they can't do that. So we want people when they start in businesses to know what their tax deductibles are. Okay. Um, we also wanted to teach them how different routes on becoming financially secure. One of them is real estate investing. Um, I am a wholesaler. I'm a real estate wholesaler, along with my mentor, who's also in the socialite club. So we're going to be doing a workshop where we're teaching for absolutely free anybody who's interested in real estate investing how to get into real estate investing without using any of your money. And yes, it is absolutely true. It is not a myth. It has been around for years where people literally could get into making money in real estate without using a dime of their money. Mm. Okay. You might have to buy a business card or whatever, but as far as putting it towards the property, no, you're always going to use somebody else's money to make money. Wow. So we, we definitely teach them how to do that. We also teach them where they could get loans and grants from to do real estate. Um, and then the last thing we're going to be teaching them is about grants and how to write them, what to look for when you're um, looking for a grant and stuff like that. So all of this thing, all of these come together as giving them um, some insight on how to be financially secure, okay, which we know they teach us how to um, add and stuff in school, but they don't teach us how to 
actually build wealth, yeah. nor do they yeah. teach us how to keep the money that we do have. Wow. So we want to teach that to the community. That's phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. And um, then we have our domestic violence, which, you know, everyone is doing domestic violence, mm-hmm. but where's it coming from? Right. So we're connecting the domestic violence along with the mental health. But then on top of all of that, it all boils down to stopping the sex trafficking and human trafficking that's going on out here. Because the industry, the news just reported, as a matter of fact, like three days ago, that 2020, sex trafficking and human trafficking is going to be more, um, more dominant. Mm-hmm. Than drugs. Wow. Um, as far as cr- criminal activity. Mm-hmm. So when I moved out here, when I first moved to Georgia, I moved to Georgia because Georgia has is the only state where you could join the police force after 34. Mm, okay. Um, so I have a degree. I have a um, bachelor's degree in forensic science master's degree in criminal justice so i moved out here just for the to use my degree well when i got out here i also realized that i couldn't do it because i had had 13 surgeries so it was impossible for me to actually go to the training and they denied me i was like oh my you know that's all over but i have been working with other people regarding sex trafficking because besides mexico and california Georgia's is Georgia State has the leading um, numbers in sex trafficking and human trafficking. Mm-hmm. So it was very important that we educate the young ladies on, especially because those are the ones who's missing the most, on the dangers of meeting people on social media and then meeting them in person and not knowing who they are. Mm-hmm. A lot of people is not aware that this is where they're targeting these young ladies. They Mm -hmm. target first on social media, then they will start targeting them at malls, at um, any place where young um, adults hang out at. So it could be the bowling alley, the skating ring, the movie theaters, any place where there's a group of young people, you will find several of predators. These predators are usually very handsome. They have a lot of car they have cars, they have money. Everything that these young kids are looking up to nowadays because of what they see on TV, what they're hearing on the radio, or something like that. So they want exactly what these um famous people are talking about. So when they see somebody approaching them like that, they think, oh, I'm I'm in, I'm good, I'm good. But they don't realize the danger that these people are lurking and looking for them only to sell them to the highest bidder. So we have to hate them on that. And then last um, is mental health awareness. Yes. Mental health awareness in the Black community is still at the lowest point. Mm-hmm. Uh, is something that for years, generations after generations after generations, it was that you don't talk about the crazy person in the family. <laughs> you just don't do it. Um, you don't talk about the person that's hearing the voices. You don't talk about the person that's flipping out every five minutes. You just don't talk about it. You sweep it underneath the rug. Well, we need to let people um, help people become aware of mental illness because mental illness 
is the root of everything that I've just discussed. Yes. Okay. Is the root of our poverty. Is the root of domestic violence. Is the root of um the youth being high risk. Is the it, it's just everything that I've literally discussed. This is what mental health is connected to. So we have to get to the root of the problem in order to fix everything else and to help everybody start to change everything else. Of course, we're not going to be able to fix it overnight, but if we can fix it one family at a time, we're doing exactly what God wants us to do. Hey, that is phenomenal. And I am completely and 100% in agreement with the idea that it is a dire need for the education of our African Americans pertaining to mental health. Mm -hmm. That's something that has been on my heart, especially when it comes to uh, women, African American women, mm -hmm. domestic violence, and they're like wondering what's going on and why am I feeling like this after the fact. And mm -hmm. no one, and they never want to address the the main. One of the main issues is the PTSD. Yes. And, and unfortunately, it's it's like you said, it's swept under the rug. Mm -hmm. And especially when we were growing up, um, a lot of times, if you saw uh, Uncle Joe walking around, you know, talking to himself and everything, the whole thing was like, oh, that's Uncle Joe. You know, you know, he crazy. You know, and then right. we just leave right. it just like that. But that's yeah, it, it, it was issue. normal. It was exactly. it was considered normal, and so and you touched a very good point with the PS um to the uh, PTSD. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, when I was in school, PTSD is also when it comes to domestic violence, it's considered the Stockholm syndrome. Mm -hmm. And I know you heard of the um, Stockholm case years ago. The young lady, she um. Her boyfriend killed the family, and she tried to say she got a, she wanted to get away, but in reality, she really wasn't. She was in love with him. She stayed with him and all this other stuff, but she eventually was acquitted of all charges regarding the death of her parents, even though she had a hand in it. Okay. Um, the Stockholm Syndrome is very common, especially in the African-American community, mm -hmm. but it's also extremely common within domestic violence households mm. regardless of the color because these people feel that they could change these men the the um the abuser yeah yeah um or they're highly in love with them and they're scared to be alone right and that's what the stockholm syndrome does to them, which causes PTSD, which also causes everything else to start falling in place. Um, yeah. You know, mental health is definitely connected to um, a domestic violence and abuse victims because they don't understand, like you said, why this is happening to them. They don't understand why they feel like this after it happens, and they don't understand the triggers of their abuser. Right. Exactly. So when, you know, even though they think they do, but they don't. 
Yeah, yeah. And and it takes educating and mm-hmm. and um even the church getting involved. Yes, yes, yes. And not just educating the women, yes. not just the women, those those men who are abusers or the abusers period, because if you don't realize that there's just as many men abused by their mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. that their wives than there is wives. It's just that it's not so commonly known. I actually um, met a guy who has a group on Facebook of about 5,000 men who are domestic violence victims. Wow. Okay, and they, they, they're they in that group for support because they're scared to go to the cops and tell them that they're being abused by their wife or their girlfriend. Right. Like that because, you know, you're not supposed to get beat up by a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I, I say also some of these women look like they could beat up a man. Hello, um, and it's <laughs> and it's okay, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's okay, but the thing about it, I'm not saying it's okay that they beat them up. It's okay that they look like they can, mm-hmm. you know. But what I'm saying is, it has everyone has to be aware of the triggers of the abuser. Yeah. No matter what what it is that's going on, because if we're not fixing the problem, it's going to consist. We could we could literally educate the victims, but if we're not doing nothing for the abusers, mm-hmm. it's going to be a repeated. They're just going to find another victim. That's right. Like, it's just going to continue on. Yeah. 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 The cycle is going to keep going. And then breaking it within the house, letting them know this is it. I'm the last person that's going to put my hand on somebody. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then also educating that abuse is not just physical. Amen. Yeah, that's true. And, and a lot of people think, well, it's not, it's, it's, it's physical and it's verbal. But it's also mental, it's mm-hmm. financial, it's um, is spiritual. Yes, ma'am. Abuse goes in so many. It's is in so many forms, but yet so many people know if they're being abused. Mm-hmm. They don't recognize it. They don't recognize that the person that keeps going through your phone has a control issue. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They don't realize that the person that every time y'all go out to eat is ordering your drink has a control issue. You see what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. There's triggers. There's there's stuff that, there's signs. There's signs. And everyone, everyone has a little bit of mental abuse thing going on with them. Mm -hmm. It's just that some know how to control it better than others. Yes, ma'am. Well, you know, we could talk about this topic. That's going to yes. be a whole nother... A whole nother show. <laughs> That's going to be a whole nother show for real. We could talk about that when you come on Live Nation. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And that is going to be on Monday night, you guys. So I want y'all to check her out as well. Definitely. <laughs> so tell the audience real quick about your upcoming events for this year, the women's conference and everything that you got going on and any other projects that you got working as well. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. So, um, 
I am also with a group called I Am a Black Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Am a Black Woman is not just a um, book like everyone think it is because there is books involved. Um, it, it was created by Kef, um, Carolyn Steffens. And what it is is a group of ladies coming together, writing a, one book and telling their story in it. So the first book is 12 Authors, Beautiful Queens. And that book launch is the 17th of August. So I will be there sponsoring that event on the 17th of August, um, sponsoring underneath the Socialite Club. So, um, and our book will be launching, which is I'm a Black Woman, The Next Level Mm -hmm. will be launching in 2020, I think it is, but we will be pre-selling in December. Now, this book, um, The Next Level, we will be offering seminars with this book and giving tips and everything on how we, what we use to come out of our crisis and how we became victorious so that's the first first thing then august i um women of empowerment international is hosting its very first conference here in georgia Mm -hmm. so this conference is called i am every woman it's all in me. We have some powerful, powerful speakers at this event. We have Mr. Robbie Wells, 2020 presidential candidate. We have Miss Isabel Davis, Stella yes. award-winning artist. We have Miss Angela Marie Hutchinson, breaking into Hollywood um, creator and create your yes author. We have Miss mm-hmm. Shirley Liu, financial wizard of all time. She's going to be there. The Mario Scott, he's going to be presenting his fashion show and his clothing line. And then we have 30 vendors and much, much more is going to be taking place. It's going to be praise dancing. It's going to be prayer. You're going to learn about 501C3s. You're going to be learning everything there is at this event and we are having um different sales going on with tickets i don't have the link on me which i was supposed to have charged my phone and i'm very sorry about that but if you comment <laughs> on this on the podcast i will get you that information yes okay. and we're going to definitely make sure that the uh link to purchase a ticket is on my page as well as my uh, Wove Inspirations Facebook page. Atlanta, Georgia, and the surrounding areas, you guys need to attend this women's conference. It is, And and even if you want to take a vacation the last week of August before school starts, like if your classes start in September like they do up north, come out here in August. It's August 24th. The time is from 1 to 5. Doors open up at 12. Come and join us there. Okay? And it's going to be wonderful. But then in October, if you're interested in hearing what Mr. Wells has to say and you can't make it to um, 
Georgia in August. Come to Arkansas. Come to Little Rock, Arkansas. We're having his endorsement party there, and he will be speaking on what his agenda is. We're going to be putting him on a lot of platforms. We're going to have him on a lot of stages. So no matter where we are, we're going to let you know. So this way, you could come out there and hear, because my whole thing is don't vote blindly. Mm -hmm. There are 24 running mates against the president of the United States right now for mm -hmm. presidency. If you really want to make sure you have the best candidate in the White House, you need to hear from every single candidate. Yeah. I don't care if they make it to the um, primaries or not. You need to know because the primaries is when they're off to the races. Mm -hmm. But before that, you have all these other people and the media is only going to show you so many right. of who they think is best for the White House. But you got to remember, the White House works for the people of the United States of America. Our vote counts. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, listen yes. and hear what every candidate has, no matter what race they're running. If you have to vote them into office, they work for you. Make sure you got the right one working for you. Amen to that. Girl, you better say that, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so how can people reach you? Okay, so people can reach me on YouTube. And on YouTube, you're going to see me underneath live nation with lorraine mcgee okay mm -hmm. so that's youtube live nation with lorraine i think that's what it is not lorraine mcgee so live nation with lorraine on facebook you can find me on facebook as lorraine mcgee that's l-o-r-r-a-i-n-e M-A-G-E-E. -E. I don't know why they kept changing the letter of my name, but I just left it. After <laughs> 10 times, I trying to, I just left it there. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's McGee Love. M-A-G-E-E-L-O-V-E -E -E 1226. That's mm -hmm. my um, page on there. And then on LinkedIn, I am Lorraine mcgee and on twitter lorraine mcgee so you will be able to find me on all aspects except for snapchat i don't know why but snapchat does not like me because i always lose my password so i just decided i'm not gonna go on there but eventually i'm gonna get back on there yeah yeah and if you are interested in being a part of this wonderful organization whether it is in the state of Georgia or throughout the United States, because there are several different chapters throughout the United States. I need you guys to go to www.womenofempowermentintl.org. Join one of the many organizations, the many chapters that are out throughout the United States. It is an awesome awesome, awesome organization that is doing some wonderful things in the community. So yeah. Lorraine, do you have any last words for our listening? Oh my God. So there's several things that I want to say. I have several different models, um, um, models that I say. Mm -hmm. The first one is be bold and be heard. 
if you have a story, if you went through something in your life and you came out victorious, please share it with the next sister or brother because you never know who life you will change. Be bold and be heard. Yes. Okay. The second thing is when I'm a black woman, we are Queens United. All of us need to stand together. They always say that one queen can make a move, but many can make a movement. So let's unite together. I rise, you rise, we rise together. And our best quote of the day, Women of Empowerment International is, we educate each other, therefore we can empower others to elevate. Get out there and reach out. Educate, empower, elevate your queen. Tilt their, do not tilt their crown, but straighten it. Hold your head up high. And everybody have a lovely evening. Thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Lorraine, for sharing all of your information on the organization, everything that you're doing. You guys, I really need you to follow Miss Lorraine McGee out <laughs> of Atlanta, Georgia. She is doing some phenomenal things, you guys. And take every word that she said about us going out there and voting and listening to the candidates that are out there. You need to listen to before you make a decision, a conscious decision on the person that you want to vote for. So Lorraine, thank you so much for being on the show this evening. I really appreciate your time and I'm going to need you to go ahead and get some rest. All right. <laughs> I am. It's about that time. It's about I that will time. I definitely be getting some rest and thank you so much Althea for having me on your show. I look forward to you coming on to Live Nation, um, which will be next month um, yes well actually it's this month wow yep, it's yep, right yep. around the corner wow <laughs> i keep forgetting we already in july yeah but i, I look forward to you coming on to live nation and i also just look forward to meeting you in person one day because you're such a sweet person well thank you so much i really appreciate that this is althea this is the evening edition you guys have an awesome night and god bless Thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspirations, the evening edition. If you would like to be a guest on this show, send me an email at woveinspiration at gmail.com. Again, this is your host, Althea Richardson. Have a great evening and God bless.